Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DOC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking doc. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, yo? This is E-Shot. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This your boy, DJ Paul KOL for 360 Young Busy Bone. Vice World. This your man, Mastermind, the hell raise up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Prez. Welcome back to the Murder Master Music Show. This is episode 936. Tonight, we got a new group of familiar faces, Next by Nature. This is something amazing. You got members of Naughty by Nature and the group Next. You know what I'm saying? You got KG, Vinrock, RL, and everybody in Next form a group together. And, um, man, they're killing it in 2023. They got a new single out right now, which you need to check out, called That's Me. Everybody needs to support that. Uh, right now we got KG on the line. We're going to bring him on and chop it up. KG, how you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on? I'm good. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing fabulous. It's an honor to have you on the show. Um, you know what I'm saying? You're such an uh, important part of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Well, and R&B, too. You uh, you produced Next uh, when they first dropped in 97. Uh, yeah. Is this this group project something you wanted to do for a while? Um, Yeah, it's been something we've been talking about collectively for a while. You know, obviously we've done records, you know, in the past together on each other's yeah. albums. But, you know, it, we we've been kind of, sort of, creeping towards putting out a project. So here and there, we've been putting together songs on the low together and just waiting for the right time to do it. And we just felt like now is the time to start, you know, putting this thing out. 
Yeah, yeah. The 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 music uh, it, it needs to be heard right now. Good old, you know, I'm saying real R and B. You know, what I'm saying yeah. hip hop. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's needed. You know, you, you being from New Jersey, man. One of the uh, one of our favorite guests that we always uh, used to love to have on the show is Trenton's own DJ Ready Red. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying. As a producer standpoint, you know what I'm saying, DJ, everything, man, did you, uh, um, you know, grow up listening to the sounds of him at all back in the day? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've listened to everybody, man. You know, I've studied everybody, listened to everybody, and, um, you know, followed everybody coming up, especially from Jersey, you know. So even in the early days of, of us trying to get on, before we were naughty by nature, we were a group called New Style, and we would just buy cassettes, you know, or CD or albums, mostly cassettes though, mostly cassettes. And I would buy the albums to have the wax, but you know, mostly cassettes. And the first thing that you know I would do is while it's bumping in the car, is looking at the liner notes, reading the credits, looking at where they where they what who produced what, you know, yeah. who was doing what on on the records. You know, and then second, and then from there, my second thing would be, you know, if I had the CD, is try to see if there was op- any open kicks or snares or anything going there. <laughs> so I tried to sample oh, yeah. something or whatever, and just build up my library. You know, so you know, like I said, I've uh, from day one, I've been a, 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 just a student of the game, and I remain a student of the game as well. I mean, even to the newer cats that's out, and the cats that's come, you know, coming out now. I'm still a student of the game. I'm listening to them. I'm listening to why things are working and just trying not to yeah. be stuck in my old ways or getting left in the dust. Yeah, just just continuing. Well, you're a musician, you know, so to speak. So you're you're constantly uh going to be uh looking for the music. But you're right about the liner notes, man. That that's how I found a lot of other artists, you know, to go buy tapes of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of different people. Well, I'm going to check out this guest feature. See who this guy is. Um, yeah. Before we bring out RL, I want to ask you this too. You guys, when you guys came out, congratulations on the 30th anniversary of, of uh, 1993. But when you guys first came out, you know, Uptown Anthem, you know, what I'm saying everything was just blowing up. And then, um, man, one of the greatest of all time, Easy E comes to you. It wants production. Mm-hmm. What was that like? This was a guy that kicked down so many doors. What was it like to work with uh, Eric, and how was he as a person? So cool, man. And, you know, it was, you know, it was unfortunate at the time when, you know, and I'm a big fan of Dr. Dre, like who's not? You know, they were on, you know, everything wasn't working out with them. So, you know, Easy was looking at other producers and other people to work with. And I'm, you know, I'm one of the ones he tapped. And I'm, you know, it's such an honor. Like I said, like I'm a student of the game. Like NWA, like who, like they were groundbreaking. Who didn't love NWA? Who still don't love NWA? Might be one of the great, arguably one of the greatest groups of all time. Period. You know, so yeah. When Easy E tapped me to to work with him on some stuff, man. I mean, it was it's an it was an honor, and it's still an honor to this day. I mean, I'm, I look at his plaque all the time and just say thanks, man. And you know, and 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 just I'm I'm just grateful for the opportunity overall, man. And even like in the time that we were working on that is when we did Hip Hop Array, and that's why he's in the Hip Hop Array video because we were working with him at the time that we shot that video. 
Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's history right there, you know. Um, because uh, and, and then the next year, he, he had Bone. He came out with them, and you guys, yeah. you know, same, dropped the 1993. I mean, just so much stuff was happening around that time. How does it feel? Um, here we are 30 years later, 2023, and you're – you know what I'm saying? You're dropping new music again. I mean, your longevity is incredible. Hey, man, I mean, it feels great. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, this is what it's about. Like, you know, this is it's not sports, so it's not like you retire, really. <laughs> you know, you this is to the end. You know, musicians are to the end. You know, hip-hop is to the end. Music, the music business is to the end. So, you know, you take it to the grave with you. So there's no retiring. You know, that unfortunately, you know, when it comes to hip-hop, it tend, a lot of people tend to put an age thing on it. It's an ageism um, part that comes in when, it, when they, they say, oh, you're old yeah. school or you're, it's time, your time has passed. No, it hasn't. You know, you, you build an audience. Your audience grow up with you, and you, you continue to service your audience. And you can also, if you're doing good or do certain things, and like I said, stay fresh, you can also reintroduce, not reintroduce, but introduce yourself to a whole nother audience. That's what it's all about, maintaining, maintaining, you know, your, your audience, continuing to serve your audience and make sure you serve them well and, 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 and continue to put out great music, man. And if you can continue to do that, you'll be here for a long time. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, we're going to bring on R.L. I believe this is him right here. Is this you, R.L.? Hey, what's going on? What's up, Cash? What up, yo? And welcome up? to the show, brother. Doing, uh, congratulations on this, this uh, new single, you know what I'm saying? We're going to let him hear it soon. And, and this project you guys working on, um, how does it feel, man? Like I'm going to ask you the same questions, 2023. Here you are, about 26 years after you guys dropped your your, your debut classic uh, album. How does it feel to still be here, man, doing stuff, being relevant, and, and making dope music? It's funny because, like, <clears throat> the word relevant is, is such a new word to me. It's like in the, it's also like social currency and all these different words that are, like, I, I know that's the word we use now, but I just find it so disrespectful, not from you per se, but just in general that, we even question, you know, other artists, you know, they'll say, well, are they relevant? And I, I feel like there's anywhere in the world, any random artist could be playing on the radio or in somebody's car. Um, music is so powerful and so much bigger than all of us that I'm allowed to be blessed to be sitting here on the phone with you and one of my idols, AG, to even talk about music. You know, sometimes I have to remind myself, you know, when I get complacent and or feeling bad about where I'm at, I'm not where I want to be, because we all got in this industry as dreamers, you know? You yeah. Know, probably started with, I want to get my mom a house or a car, or I want to get, you know, all the hottest sneakers, or I want to get the girl, any of those things. But then as time goes on, things get complicated, and sometimes you forget, and you start taking things for granted. And I think what this project has done for me is reminded me, because when Kay flew to Atlanta, and came to my studio, and I was controlling the boards and stuff like that. I felt like a little kid again, <laughs> and remember just watching him yeah. in awe, pushing buttons and doing all these things. And I said, one day I want to know how to do that. So he was my biggest influence, honestly, 
You know what I'm saying? So he's right there next to Michael Jackson and, you know, Prince and, you know, my cousin Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind & Fire, people like that. So to be able to have one of your heroes right there, just imagine anybody that's a Marvel fan, just imagine Superman coming and sitting down next to you at your dinner table. I mean, that's basically what it was. So for me, this just reminded me of why I wanted to do music. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and, and it makes sense, you know, um, because you guys have that history. You know what I'm saying? Why not? You know, um, and the the video, I, I imagine, in the song, uh, it's getting good reviews. I heard it, man. It, it's dope. It's, it, like I said, it's it's a good combination of, of dope R&B and hip-hop. Um, you know what I'm saying? So let's give them that right now. This is That's Me. You know what I'm saying? Please support this. You know, uh, don't go nowhere. We're going to be right back with KG and RL. Next by Nature. I've been watching what you post on the gram Thinking if I could get you right here in my head And I be reading every single little caption You be talking about action Baby, is it real no grabbing? Got me looking at your pictures like wowzer Even almost put my hands in my trousers Do you even know what I do to you? If I put my hands on that boom boom I left my contact in your DM Hit me up sometime in the PM Here, episode 
episode 936, Murder Master Music Show, Next by Nature with KG and RL. That's uh, that's me, available right now. I'm going to bring out my brother, uh, Mac J. He's in the building, uh, St. Louis. Mac J, how you doing, brother? Salute with the prayers. What's going on with you, man? Salute to the guys, man. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, man. What's going on? Man, I just wanted to tell y'all, man, I wanted to salute y'all just on your careers and everything. And I always love to hear when the guys that we grew up listening to come out with new stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm 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 always salute you guys just for keeping the love and the passion for the music and continue to make music. Because we hear a lot of times it ain't no good music out here, but I beg to differ. You know what I'm saying? You just got to look in different spots a little bit nowadays to get it. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate the support, man. Definitely, thank you. Appreciate it. And there's definitely, uh, we've had a lot of youth on the show, younger artists that are dope, too. Uh, You know what I'm saying? This is something that these younger guys, who their parents might have listened to you, can now get into you. You know what I'm saying? So music is timeless. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. If you do do it right, yes. Yeah, 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 that's true. You know. Um, oh yeah, I still, I still remember getting rolled up in, rolled up in school for singing OPP in the hallway back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> a teacher know what we own and straight got a couple of days of ISS messing with naughty. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was all yeah. well worth it because you guys was like the uh, soundtrack for our youth, man, and our childhood. You know what I'm saying? I, me and Prez, we the same age. He just turned 45. I'll be 45 in a couple months. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Just just to hear that guy still making music, man, it's exciting to me. So, oh, yeah. like I said earlier, I, pre- I appreciate the, the uh, your contributions to the game and everything y'all still continuing to do because your story not over with. It's just some some new chapters, I would like to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And your range, you know what I'm saying, your, your, your range as a producer – is amazing as well because, you, like I said, you can go from Uptown Anthem to something like this, and you know you gotta be able to have that, and you got it, man. So salute to you on your ability to right. to make all kinds of sounds. If you were to Thanks, do something man. else, and I mean, and even and if you think about it too, man, I mean, you have to. That's what producing is about, man. Like you got to be able no. to do any and everything, you know, across the board. And some people, you know choose to stay in one genre but you know i grew up on i grew up listening to all types of music from my parents so i'm um you know i'm all over the place and i mean even rl like even if like sitting down with rl now and him him producing and doing stuff because rl actually initiated this product the production on on that's me you know, that's RL, that's, mm. that's co-producing that, yeah, and he initiated that, you know, and I just helped him finish it off and polish it up, but that's RL, you know, producing and writing mostly of all that. So, you know, he's grown a lot, and even, it, like, you will hear later when the whole project comes out how much, you know, that he understands across the board, not only, you know, just doing one style of record, I mean, from whether he's writing for anybody, Luther Vandross across the board to anybody, you know, to Jaheen, you know, or to Ideal or to Next or to anybody he's ever written for, you know, like it's been so many, you know, it's it's all types of, you know, music that you have to do. And that's what it's about when you're doing music. Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. You know, um, you're seeing a lot of uh, crossover stuff, too, right now. Like, you're seeing, like, like rappers become country stars. Like, that cat, Jelly Roll, right. just won all those awards. You know, props to right. him. We had him on the show. Remember that, Mac Tate, about, I don't know, 10 years ago? Yeah. He was doing, yeah. like, hardcore rap, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, so people, a lot of people are showing their range and, and their their interests. What about... Uh, and, and, and the thing is, too, like, I think that what it is, and part, part of what it is is that it's, it's a gift and a curse with the internet and all that and the way that, you know, the tech game has, has changed music. But when it got to the streaming game, you know, if you and, and it got to people walking around with iPods and music being on the phone, now you're getting, you know, a blend of all kinds of music. So people are not mm-hmm. just listening to one genre of music. So when they're growing up and they're, they're getting exposed to all kinds of music, you know, yeah. across the board. So that's why you're going to hear that type of stuff. And even, like, real quick, back to me again, from from a production standpoint, when I started off, you know, everybody knew I was from Naughty by Nature, and we came out, you know, as Naughty by Nature and this hip-hop. But the first group that I produced after that was Jeanne. And I went on yeah. being, and it was, you know, a whole different, different thing. And people were like, wow, like, he flipped the script with that. Like, we expected yeah. him probably to bring out a rap group or something. Like, this is totally left field. Well, like I said. Oh, yeah, Kenji, you definitely put your work in. You know what I'm saying? Because I made was that shit, too. I still listen to them to this day. Yeah. You know, like we were saying earlier with Easy, then you went, you, you gave, uh, you know, the Easy E a perfect sound. You know, right. Uh, so that's 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 what I'm talking about. Uh, we got the homie uh, DJ Lord Sinister from France. I know he's got a couple questions for you guys. Uh, let's bring him on. The French Connection. Sin, you there? <laughs> yes, yes. Sir. Hi, it's the French Connection. Hi, hi Scott. Hi, KG. Hi, K Mac. Uh, um, so what do you say? Can I tell us? Yeah. Can, can I tell us about you? How you got the idea uh, with a group of the pioneer sample of uh, Poverty's Paradise of, uh, of the group uh, 24 Carat Black? You said how how did it come about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just digging, man. I was just digging and um, came, ac- um, came across that, you know, that album, that, that particular sample. And then even, you know, on that, or even that, that, that's the name of the album, Poverty's Paradise. And there's a song on there called Poverty's Paradise. Right. And that's basically what mm. we named name the album after that whole thing. It, that set the tone for that album. And that album ended up winning a Grammy for us. But that set the tone. That particular record, that particular sample, and everything set the tone for that album in 96. Yeah. Okay, right. Um, can you tell us about your first group in uh, 1989, the new style with uh, the, the album Arrepentant Letters, and you got the singles Capizos Needs, and also can you tell us about this song Can't Win for Losing? Oh, yeah, going back oh, can't to the Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Capizos Needs, yeah, that was new style. That was new style. That was our first um, single. And it just we didn't have a chance to be honest to come when we were coming out. It was it was a it was it was Sugar Hill it was the old Sugar Hill records 
they had they they settled a deal with um one of their they settlements was with MCA. So basically they just was just fulfilling their, their settlement and put us in a pipeline and just put artists out just to get their money from them. But there was no promotion, there was nothing. We had no chance, honestly. And we, we learned that later. But what it did was it put us in on the right path. And so I don't want to, you know, I try to find a positive out of it because it was a lot of positives out of it. So we were able to find our new studio. I was able to, um, through them, I found the studio, found um, Dave Belocchio through them. And I was able to start working on the Naughty by Nature project and start becoming who we became. And it also put me on a path to, you know, start working with other artists. And, and like I said, start off with Jeanne. I worked there with Jeanne at that same studio at the beginning. And then I started moving on and I created, I mean, I built my own studio. And then, you know, like RL's on the phone. It became, next was after them. So after that, it was, you know, it was on and popping. Yeah. Uh, and also Queen Latifah helped you after, because she was from New Jersey to uh, as yours. So changing your name after to Naughty by Nature, in fact, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, once we became Naughty by Nature, well, actually, we're still New Style. We um, look, we hooked up with our Flavor Unit. We actually seeked them out and and said, hey, listen, um, we're looking for management. We're looking for somebody to get us over the top. We got records. We feel like we're in the game, and we feel like we're there, but we need somebody to get us through the door. And, and, and kick through the door with us and give us the um the political um edge inside that we need to handle this because we got everything else but we don't have that political and that management team behind us and it was great timing because Flavor Unit had Flavor Unit MCs and they were doing their thing but they had just started Flavor Unit Management so we were the first group to sign a Flavor Unit Management outside of the Flavor Unit MCs that they already had so it was great timing mm. for us. Oh yeah, man. Um, you got and even um, like when we first came in, when we when when Next started off, Next was part of Flavian as well. Flavian was managing Next as well for a minute. Yeah, Next. Yeah. I mean, when you guys RL, um, you, you still there, brother? Yeah, of course. Now listen. Yeah, when, 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 when you I, guys, when, uh, when I'm with Big Bro, I can, I can, I can sit back and play the wall. There's questions for me. I'm here, but I'm learning at the same time, so I'm always a student. I was just going to say, when you guys came out, man, you guys you guys blew up right away. What was that like for you, man? Describe that. Like you said, working with one of you, the people that you looked up to and then all the success coming at you, platinum, all that. Well, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Let me, get, let me say something real quick. R.L., right, let me say something real quick. It wasn't they, – they, they blew up on their first song, but it was a ride before they even came out. Trust me. Oh yeah, of course. Like, they were with me for a little. They were with me for a little while, and they were doing their thing. And I gotta say, let me just give props to Lance and Prof too. You know, when when they came to me, they were ready, man. They were ready. It's just that we had to, you know, we had to do a lot of things, and we had to. It took a minute for us to finally put every, get everything together. But you know, they it would it would it, they they popped off. Because they were ready to pop off out the gate, and that's because they took their time, and we took our time getting them ready. So you can go ahead, R.S. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, um, you know, everybody else was a, a little bit older than me. I'm the youngest in the group, and they had other, you know, situations outside of New Jersey. I literally stayed and slept on the floor at the back house, or you know, 
Kenny's family was gracious enough to let me, you know, chill with them when he he had to go on an international tour, and I didn't have a passport. I you know I was straight from Minneapolis. I didn't know anybody else. I was going and have a passport, so I was able to stay and really you know gain a lot of different relationships. With, you know, Kenny's brother, mom, dad, family, sisters, everybody. They really embraced me. So that was the easy part because I was just a kid far away from home and a lot of the times my group members again would, would go back home and, and had other lives and I pretty much didn't and I, and I at first um, I thought that that was a bad thing little did I yeah. know that was mm-hmm. like college for me because I would wake up and get dressed and be ready and standing at attention as soon as Kay walked in to work and I would make a little white beats on his MPC trying to learn, just trying to uh, follow him and watch what he did and, you know, stay in the studio. And even when they're fixing vocals at the board, I'm just sitting there watching, not knowing what's going on, but learning. And little did I know those lessons in those days where I was alone and all I had was the music and Kay and, and his family and all that. That's what, what, what really pushed me to be able to write for other artists and, and want to learn to produce and learn how to, you know, uh, engineer my own sessions and things like that. So to be honest, um, when we first came out, it was a time that really New York radio, East Coast radio, either they were playing, you know, Wu-Tang or some bad boy artists. So at first, you know, New York radio was really fickle and it really wasn't an R&B market for us. But I didn't know that there were other cities playing Butter Love. So at first I'm thinking, okay, I guess we we made a run at it. It's time for me to get ready to go to college. And one day I was at the mall in uh, Jersey City, and some little girl was walking by singing Bottle Love. And somehow I knew that meant I made it. It wasn't a big check. It wasn't, you know, me buying a car. It was none of that. It was a little girl in the mall singing my song walking by. And I knew, That's amazing. I, somehow I knew we had made it. <laughs> Man, my old lady still be jamming that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I can wake up up on a Sunday morning and and be hearing Butter Love. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you made, so you made timeless and classic music as well, man. You know, y'all contributions to the game uh, need need to be uh, taken notice of at all times as well. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, we we, we learned from the best. We we, we learned from the best. We, We felt like, you know, what I learned, and to be honest, early on, I, I didn't like a triple arm. I didn't know anything. I didn't know about radio. I didn't know about anything. So I got around KG and, and the rest of the naughty. I had to understand radio and understand placements and, and, and melodies and, and grooves and things that I never even thought about. You know, of course, I'm from Minneapolis. My mother grew up with Prince. Uh, again, my cousin is Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that. How big yeah, of an influence was Prince to you coming up? Being from Minneapolis. Uh, I, I, to, to, to be honest, Michael, I, I love Prince. Prince was more, you know, to me, more rock, uh, more alternative mm-hmm. to an extent. And Mike Davidson, you know, I, I, I couldn't necessarily afford an instrument, but I could, you know, moonwalk in front of a stove on her, on her landing floor. So yeah. I, I loved them both. I think as I got older and understood the talent that Prince had and the pride that I took from knowing that I'm part of a legacy of Minneapolis, that yeah, that meant something. But, you know, when you're younger, I just wanted that glove with the stones on it. <laughs> and I wanted to Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You want, you want <laughs> that, zip, that, zip, that zipper jacket with all them zippers on that motherfucker. Hell, hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, cause, cause when those we all wanted that shit. 
<laughs> exactly. So, you know, again, that that was, was, was huge for me. The funniest thing was as a kid, I remember watching uh, Phil Collins and um, Phil Bailey video all the time on MTV. I didn't find out till I was a teenager that Phil Bailey was my cousin. So, you know, music mm. for me, it, it, I, I know no other way, but I, I got the direction from Kay and Lance and Prop T, of course, and even my, my, my group member Tilo. He, he really, you know, instilled in me with some tough love, you know, a, a lot of discipline as well. RL, what about, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, Tupac's Until the End of Time? Um, you know what I'm saying? That's a phenomenal song, man. What what was it like, uh, oh, you know what I'm saying, doing that? Oh, you know, it's funny because it, it goes back to what I learned from being around K and everybody. It's about relationships. That Anybody yeah. could have been on that record. I was told that it was supposed to be Dave Hollister first. I just happened to be in L.A. working and got a call, and they said, you have to learn this song. Go to the record store. When they had record stores on Sunset, buy this record by Mr. Mr., learn this hook, and be at the studio tomorrow. <laughs> That's literally what, what was, was told to me. I, I learned it, went to the studio the next day, sang the record as hard as I could, <laughs> and they said it was good enough. You know, when you, when you work with, with, with greatness, you know, whether it was Pac, whether it was Naughty, um, it can be intimidating. All you can do is yeah. go as hard as you can and and hope for the best. The thing was, it was supposed to be the second single. Uh, I'll never forget, I, was, I got a call from Miss Afini Shakur. She asked me for my mother's address and phone number. I thought I was in trouble. She said, no, I'm sending your mouth flowers. You brought my son's record to life, and thank you. Next thing you know, instead of it being the second single, it was the first single. Everything moved so fast. God had his hand in it, and literally we were shooting. The yeah, man, and, 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 and that's a... That's one. That's one of them Tupac tracks. When you hear it, sometimes it 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 it'll, it'll make the hairs on your neck raise up. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the way you sang on it, but the way that Pac voice sounded. Whoever mixed and mastered the song was excellent on it too. You know what I'm saying? It, uh, that song still sounds phenomenal to this day, man. Until the end oh, yeah. of time, you know what I'm saying? It's one of them songs. What's, what's funny is, what's funny is not to cut you off. It's, it's just crazy connection because I'll start here. One day, K, I used to just always be in his back pocket. Wherever he was going, whether it was Dunkin' Donuts, whether it was the Peppermint Lounge, whether it was to a session, I'm trying to go because I just want to be around Reagan. And one day he took me to Daddy's house and he was working on a record for Big Feature 112, which, which is the original Missing. And he was like, listen, we're going to go in here. Y'all haven't come out yet. They don't need to know you're an artist. You just you be a fly on the wall. I said, okay, no problem. I'm in there hanging around 112, and years later, they found out that I was the, the cat that was chilling, hanging out with them in the green room uh, or, or in the lounge at the studio. But then you go from there and being able to be in a, in a room with Big to uh, working, work, we worked with Big Pun. On, first of all, I think it was Sex, Money, and Drugs, and then he got on the remix for um, I Still Love You for Us, and then to be able to work with Pop. So to be around greatness that, you know, that, was taken from us too soon is such a, a blessing and an honor for me to be able to say that I was able to share my gift and they shared theirs with me on different records or be in the room with somebody like Big, you know, all because of KG's greatness. So it's just so many experiences that, again, it's conversations like this that remind me of 
how blessed I really am. Because, again, you get complacent. You start being like, man, I should be doing this. I should be out here doing that. I should do this. I should do that. There should be this success. I should be getting this. And this should be getting played. And the reality of it is that we've made an imprint in this game, and we will continue to with this Next by Nature project, but we've been so blessed to even just come this far. Absolutely. Yeah, that's Hell yeah! Can I ask Ariel one more thing? Because uh, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just uh, rejogging my memory and shit. With, uh, I'm trying to think, was y'all did y'all was y'all on that tour on R. Kelly's Down Low tour? If, uh, if nah, I ain't mistaken, nah, I don't know. Not that we in the tour was was the Usher and Mary J. And then we went on the Boys and Men tour after that, and then it was all okay. Just go from there. I'm trying because yeah. uh, I be thinking of this one. It was this one R&B group. I thought it was y'all, but I guess it wasn't y'all though. So the, uh, that question out the uh, out the bag and shit. But them tours yeah, had to yeah. be dope back then though. Oh man, yeah, it was it was different. It was better. You know, I always say I feel bad for a lot of cats today because of social media and camera phones. Because if we got caught doing some of the stuff that we were doing, not, not saying it was illegal or disrespectful, but. And there was, you know, camera footage of it. We, you know, who might be under the jail. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I could just imagine social media back in the crack era. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't no telling what kinds of stuff we would have been seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that was a different time yeah. and place. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We, uh, we, but, hey, you know what, though? I was blessed to uh, come up in the... Well, I was born in the 70s, came up in the 80s and 90s, and listened to all this dope music, you know what I'm saying? But it's still coming right. out today. Next by Nature is out right now. They got the single. You need to go get it. You need to check it out, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's been so real, guys, man. Um, I really want to thank you for um, taking time to talk to us. But before we go, I want to give each of you the floor We'll start with you, uh, KG. Uh, man, let them know where to go, where to get this and that. And any shout-outs? It's all yours, brother. Um, well, um, on social media, which I'm mostly on Instagram, at um, KGNBN, K-A-Y-G-E-E-N-B-N, like Naughty by Nature. So that's where you can, check, you can um, catch me at. And then um, we also got the Illtown Sluggers movement. We got Slugger Music, me and Vin put, um, put together together. So we have a, um, a slew of artists that we're working on. And the real focus right now is about this Next by Nature project. So check it out. We just shot two videos, one being That's Me. That video should be coming out on top of this top of next week. And then we also shot a, um, another video for um, our second single. So that one will be coming soon as well. So we're going to be banging you on the head with this Next by Nature project. And then um, you'll hear a lot from us, man, both of us collectively and individually. RL's going to have a lot of stuff coming. Next, we'll have a lot of stuff coming. We got a lot of music coming. We ain't stopping, man. That's what's up. Hell yeah. Um, oh, before we go to you, RL, uh, I, I, can't, I can't let you go, KG, without asking you, you know, uh, man, how was it to be around Pac uh, at that era? Um, you know what I'm saying? And what was he like as a person? He's such a uh, influential artist, and you guys were just coming up right at the same time, class of '91. What was that like? Yeah, it was dope. I mean, obviously, you know, him and Tretch formed the um, the biggest bond because yeah. they they met each other on tour in '91. You know, or actually '90, 1990. 
they met each other in 1990 on a, um, um, out there with um, Public Enemy. I think they were, I forgot what tour they were on, but he, um, Tretch was out with, with Queen Latifah, rode in for Queen Latifah, and um, Pac was out there doing the same thing for Digital Underground. So Tretch was getting his start with the Flavor Unit, and Pac was getting his start, you know, with Digital Underground and their crew was shocking those guys. So him and Tretch took a, um, you know, a liking to each other out there. But both was just up-and-coming artists waiting for their turn, looking at the bright lights, standing on side of the stage, watching, you know, their counterparts and their crew rocking. So they, they formed a bond, man, and then it, it just became a, a, a natural thing. You know, Pac, at the time that we were coming out, we came out, he was starting to come out, then he did Juice. So we, um, we did a song for the movie, um, Juice. And he was in the video with us, and him and Trey, yeah, you know, stayed in contact. I mean, we would run across him. And funny dude, man, he's a funny dude. Yeah, like serious, a comedian, yo. But um, but definitely, man, an icon, man, incredible guy, man, really. And his music, man. I mean, just the reason people, you know, that have that haven't met him, love him so much, and and they love him through his music. I mean, if you met him, you'll love him just as much from just from from the person, you know, just a down to earth guy, man. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh I interviewed Shock G years ago and Shock told me, you know, Pac, you know, he he had an intuition that he didn't have time left because he kept telling Shock we need to get this first album done, man. I don't I don't know what's going to happen to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like he knew, so he came here and he did so much in that short amount of time that is yeah. you know lasted all these years and is going to continue to last. Uh, just yeah, like incredible record too. I mean, just like you guys talked about the record, him and RL together. I mean, incredible records, man. Like, oh. just incredible. Oh yeah, y'all made another incredible record too with uh with Ghetto Bastard. That's like one of the most underrated hip hop songs oh. of all time, right. man. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I don't think you get enough uh, like shared on from the uh, from the track that you sampled to make the beat and everything. It all go hand yeah. in hand, that's and the words him. still oh, resonate yeah, till this day. You see what I'm Joker. saying? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Boney M. That's Boney M. That I sampled that from. Yep. But um, even with that record, a lot of the fans, like you guys are saying, the fans always come up to us. A lot of people say, "Hey, that's my favorite record, man." Like you guys don't know, you know how much that that I, I felt that I felt just like that. I felt just like that. It touched me. It touched mm-hmm. me. And I mean, and I tell, like, a lot of people, when people ask me, they say, hey, is there ever a record or anything that you ever heard or thought that you um, that you wish you could have produced? And and one of my records that I always say is Dear Mama. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that record touches, man. It touches you, yo. I just was like, oh, man. Like, I mean, from the song itself yep. to the beat, everything is perfect about that, man, about that song, man. Yeah, sure is. And, and y'all videos was even dope as hell back in the days. Like for the, the ghetto bastard video, like the slow motion running and stretch up there right. with the machete and shit. Like y'all had machete, us really yeah. on that the naughty gear, all of that shit, man. We like prayers know because we the same age, we from the same era. Like we was on y'all heavy. You know what I'm saying? It felt like y'all was re- even though y'all was from Jersey and, and me and prayers from the Chicago oh, land area. Yeah, it's like man. we we still felt like y'all was representing for. For the cats like us, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all was making music. Like finally, it's people that that look and feel just like us making music for us. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I, I feel and like a lot of that get lost sometimes. But back then, it, it was it was it more does. of a feeling for it, yo. 
It does. And that's the thing that, you know, when people even ask me about today's music, and, and, I, and I try to be careful because I don't want to hate, but I just be saying, like, it's just there's, there's not enough diversity. And that's the thing. It's just like, yo, just be yourself, man, like, because there's people out there going through the exact same thing that you're going through. And there's people out there like you. You know, you're not the only one. So, you know, be yourself. And t- trust me, you can touch people, man. So, you know, be diverse, be yourself, man. And and you and and if it's good and 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 people feel you, they're gonna flock to you, man. Hey, uh, KG, uh, the homie Sin got one more question for you, brother from France. Um, Sin, yeah. you there? Yeah, I'm there. Uh, yeah, I got a question about uh, was a crazy song, but craziest. Uh, it was a recognition for all the underground from the east, from the west. Even the down songs at a time when down songs was not so hype, even Midwest. Uh, can I tell us about this one and uh, uh, the, the crazy music also about Shaw Wright? Crazy, yeah. That's, that's yeah. That well, that, that, yeah, that approach on that is, is exactly what we're talking about. Like you said, you guys from the Midwest and guys being from the West Coast showing us so much love and all that, man. We just, and then on top of that, that like Rakim said, it ain't where you from, it's where you at, man. And a lot of people tend to to think that it's all about where they're from. You know, and some people don't know no better because they haven't traveled the world. So what we had a chance to do was travel when we first came out in ninety one and we got to see, man, that it was you know, it was just as wild, man, everywhere, man. And it was some dope people everywhere. So that's what the craziest was about, man. It was about, hey man, all these different places that we went and we had fun with, and we and 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 we we felt that vibe. Yes, they they crazy. Yes, you're the craziest. You're the craziest. Yes, all of y'all are crazy. Just 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 like Jersey and how we get down. Y'all get down just like us, man. And we love it. And that's what the craziest was about. And that's why we shouted a lot of people out. Yeah, like kind of like uh, similar yeah. to DJ Quicks, just like Compton. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We went on tour and stuff and went everywhere. Uh, yeah, dope, dope. Uh, uh, Dope track right there. Um, thanks again, uh, KG. Really appreciate you, brother. Uh, RL, I want to do the same. I want to give you the floor. You know what I'm saying? Any shout-outs, anything, man. It's all yours, fam. Oh, man, I just want to shout-out, you know, the, the rest of the fellas. Um, they've allowed me to shine and get a lot of the attention, you know, over the years. when they're equally as talented, and we've all put in work together. Um I couldn't have done it, you know, without the support within my infrastructure, you know what I'm saying? Um, again, for me, um, I, I look at this whole Next by Nature project as, as, um, as much more than just music because at the time when Kay first talked about, you know, revisiting it, I was kind of thinking about almost retiring from music and just playing the background um, and just writing and producing for other artists. But this has reinvigorated me and, you know, brought me and my group closer um, because, again, when we get around the fellas, it reminds us of how it was when we first started. You know, as we talked about, you know, the craziest and, you know, Kay not only, you know, represented it with a record, but, look, he went and found three cats from, well, one from Minneapolis and two from Gary, Indiana. They really did here. So, you know, they grew up in Minneapolis somewhat, but to find us and put us on and put us in a trajectory to where we could reach where we've reached to is all a credit to his belief in us. Yeah. 
Word. Absolutely. Hey, Ariel, shout out to your uh, jeweler from back right. in the day, too, because that chain, that Ariel chain, that seems to be hard in the motherfucker, too. We ain't forgot <laughs> about that I'm motherfucker. Not, that motherfucker was nice, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. But again, it, it's, I just really want to thank you guys because I think a lot of artists forget. And I know we have the internet, per se, and social media and all of that, and that's cool. But it's people like you guys that do your research and really want to uh, put a magnifying glass on you know, cats like us and what we're still doing is what gives us an opportunity and gives us a fighting chance. So, to be honest, man, thank y'all. I'm honored to be on here, man. And I don't take this lightly because, again, um, y'all could be interviewing anybody, talking to anybody about what they got going on. And to take time to talk to me and Kay, it's an honor, man. So, thank y'all. Hey, anytime, brothers. Anytime, man. You guys drop any project, uh, please come back. We, we've had uh, many hip-hop greats, you know what I'm saying, uh, Return to the show, and we'd love to have you again. Both of you guys take care, and uh, I want all our listeners. Hell yeah, appreciate y'all. By nature, that's me. That's available right now. When's the album dropping, fellas, before I get out of here? We don't have an album date slated yet. We're just, um, we're still actually putting um, the finishing touches on a couple of records, and um, we're going to just drop a couple of singles first and gear it up, and then, you know, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? It might come out next next month or next week or it might come out in two months who knows but we're gonna we're gonna just fill it up and just keep dropping records and then we're gonna see you know what what the um what the market bears and what what it's calling for and then we're gonna give it to you that's, what that's what's up man big yep. shout out you know what i'm saying to um you know what i'm saying kg big shout out to rl our listeners uh mac j man thank you brother for uh you know, calling in with us tonight. Yes, sir. Over there in France. You know, um, yes, hell of a show. And again, please get next by nature. That's me. That's out everywhere right now. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys very soon, man. It's the end of episode 936. Peace. Yes, sir. UGS for life. Yeah.